0: Hello, and welcome to the Ram Gad Pod, the Realtors Association of Maui Government Affairs Director podcast. I am your host, Jason Economu, Government Affairs Director for the Realtors Association of Maui, and this is my podcast. Now, I am sorry that it has been a while since my last podcast. Life gets busy, and podcasting is more of a hobby than actual work function for me. So I had to put it aside for a little while. Notwithstanding, the Ramgad Pod is still a great tool for sharing news and information, so I will be posting new episodes sporadically when there's something important I want to talk about uh, or if I just want to rant. Today's episode is one of those I've-got-something-important-and-confusing-to-share episodes, so feel free, when you're done listening to this, to email me with all of your questions regarding the subject of today. Uh, My email address is jason, J-A-S-O-N, at ramaui.com. All right, let's get into it. Back on December 4th, 2020, the Maui County Council passed several bills that made changes to our real property tax system. One of those bills was Bill 129, which will go into effect in 2022, and impact the fiscal year 2023 budget process and tax rates. A little bit confusing, but it will not impact this year's budget process, which is the fiscal year 2022 budget. It will impact next year's budget process. So Bill 129, which is now technically ordinance number 5159, will have a mixed impact on property owners, meaning that it's got some good impacts and it's got some bad impacts. Uh, Because of this, it's generated a lot of confusion and questions from members. So let's dig into it a little bit. The positive side of Bill 129 is that it creates a long-term rental tax classification, as well as a long-term rental tax exemption. This means that effective January 1, 2022, real property occupied as a long-term rental with a signed contract to lease for 12 consecutive months or longer to the same tenant may qualify a property owner for an exemption of up to $200,000 of the assessed value. Real property rented on a long-term basis, meaning 12 consecutive months or longer, without a home exemption will be eligible for the $200,000 long-term rental exemption and will be classified as long-term rental for the purposes of property taxes. Now, real property with a homeowner exemption that also qualifies for the long-term rental exemption will be eligible for an additional $100,000 exemption and will be classified as owner-occupied. So let me me break that down again. If the property is both owner-occupied and you have an Ohana unit that is being rented to the same tenant for 12 consecutive months or longer, then that property will still be classified in the owner-occupied class, but it will be able to take advantage of both exemptions. So it'll have a $200,000 homeowner exemption, plus an additional $100,000 long-term rental exemption. If the property is not owner-occupied, but it is being rented out long-term, it will be classified as long-term rental, and it will only qualify for the long-term rental exemption. The long-term rental exemption claim form is currently available with the other forms on the MauiCounty.gov page for the Real Property Assessment Division. The deadline to file for the long-term rental exemption will be December 31st, 2021. All right, now that all sounds a little bit confusing, so... I went to my friend Marcy Martin, who works in the Real Property Assessment Division. She is one of the the nicest and brightest people that I know that works at the county. I absolutely adore her. And I asked her to run through some of your questions because I got a lot of questions on this. Um, I want to thank Karen Carlson in particular for coming up with some really great hypotheticals. So everybody, when you see Karen, um, please thank her because she's doing a great service by asking these questions that I know a lot of us have. So I'll go through these questions and the answers now. Question one, if you have an owner occupied house with a long-term rented Ohana, will it qualify for a $300,000 exemption? The answer, with a legal Ohana or detached legal additional dwelling. The owner will qualify for the $200,000 homeowner exemption and the $100,000 long-term renter exemption. So the answer is yes. The two separate exemptions together will total a $300,000 exemption for the whole parcel. Question two. What if I have an owner-occupied house with a room or multiple rooms that are being rented long-term, would this qualify for the $300,000 exemption? The answer is no. That will only qualify you for the homeowner exemption, which totals $200,000. Question three. What if I have a condo rented long-term in a building that allows for short-term rentals and is zoned hotel and resort. Would this qualify for the long-term rental exemption? The answer is yes. That is very important. The answer is yes. Condominiums that are one unit, regardless of zoning, would qualify for a $200,000 long-term rental exemption if there's documentation that the, the unit is being rented to the same tenant for a period of 12 months or more all right question number four what if you have a condo that is rented long-term in a building zoned apartment that allows short-term rentals and is on the minotoya list would that qualify for the long-term rental exemption yes again condominiums that are one unit regardless of zoning would qualify for the $200,000 long-term rental exemption. All right, question five. What if you have a single-family home with multiple rental units and none of them are owner-occupied? Here's the answer. One house gets the $200,000 long-term renter exemption, and the entire property gets put into the long-term rental tax classification as long as none of the units are being rented out short term so you can't get a different exemption for each of the units that's being rented but you can get the two hundred thousand dollar exemption on one of the units and then you can claim the tax rate the long-term rental tax rate for the whole parcel important to note All right. Question number six. I am very clever. What if I rent to myself? Can I get the exemption then? The answer is no, Mr. Clever. Even if you rent to yourself, you are still an owner. Now, question number seven. What if the property is owned by an LLC that rents to me? This one gets a little complicated. So you might qualify if the unit is occupied as a long-term rental property for 12 months and under a signed contract to lease. However, if you do not occupy for the 12 months due to visa issues or having a second home elsewhere, you probably won't qualify. And you really don't want to try and be using this as a, as a means to, to get around paying taxes because two things are certain in life, death and taxes. Now, If you control the LLC and you live there all year long, then you might be able to qualify, but you're really better off having the LLC rent to you for upwards of five years or so so that you can qualify for the home exemption. Otherwise, um, I mean, if you try and be too clever, you might get slammed. So just a forewarning, um, use this in the spirit in which it's intended. So I get that these questions uh, or, or these scenarios might have just made you more confused than you were when you started listening to this podcast, and I apologize for that. Uh, the good news is the Real Property Assessment Division is actively working on a frequently asked questions page to address your various questions that I've just caused. And they are also working on an infograph to make navigating the new tax system a little bit easier. So that covers the good parts of Bill 129. But I did mention that there are some not-so-positive aspects of the bill as well. Though RAM has been a proponent of creating a separate tax class and additional incentives for property owners who provide long-term rentals, we did oppose Bill 129 because of some of the more troublesome aspects of the bill. The most troublesome aspect of bill 129 is that it removes the portion of the Maui County code that relates to real property tax classifications for condominium units and actual use declarations for condominium units. Now, without the ability to declare their actual use, condominium units will end up being taxed based on quote-unquote highest and best use of the property, unless some other property tax exemption applies and puts them in a different class. For example, the homeowner exemption could apply and put them in the owner-occupied class, or the new long-term rental exemption could apply and put the property in the long-term rental class. Now, this means that If you don't have an exemption that applies and you have an apartment-zoned condominium that is allowed to do transient vacation rentals pursuant to its zoning and being on the Minotauria list, you might end up being taxed in the short-term rental classification by default, even if the bylaws of your condo association prohibit TVR use or the owner has never conducted such use. This is a drastic change to the status quo, and not nearly enough has been done to prepare property owners for this change. Now, a lot of condominium owners noticed that uh, they were abruptly reclassified this year from the non-owner occupied class to the short-term rental class. Could be worse next year. So, be on the lookout for that. Now, both of these bills have already been signed into law. So you've missed your opportunity to formally oppose the legislation. Notwithstanding, you are still allowed to reach out to your elected officials whenever you want and share your thoughts. All of their contact information can be found on the council's website, mauicounty.us. Uh, I encourage you to reach out to your council members and you know ask for more uh public outreach and public education concerning the real property tax changes ask for more transparency because you know, it's kind of crazy that every November and December, they, they suddenly have these tax reform bills that just must get passed and they don't tell anybody about them. And nobody really pays attention to property taxes until around April. So, you know, reach out to the council, tell them they need to be more transparent and it's not too late for them to make amendments to Bill 129 before it actually takes effect on January 1st, 2022. So if you got some good ideas, um, run them by me, run them by the council, see if we can get some some positive changes. Uh, if not, you know, it doesn't really help if you just, you know, berate them and criticize them. Uh, it, it helps if you, if you provide some good ideas too. So I hope this helped explain the new real property tax legislation a little bit better for you if it didn't as i said at the beginning of the podcast email me your questions at jason j-a-s-o-n at ra and i will do my best to get answers for you and get back to you and if it looks like it's necessary i'll even put out another podcast episode uh, similarly, if you guys have other issues that you want me to take a, a deeper dive into, other legislation, or if you just have podcast episode ideas, you feel free to send those to me as well. I know um, all five people that listen to this podcast uh, seem to enjoy it, so maybe you guys will, will have some good ideas. All right, with that, thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful, and uh, have a, a ramtastic day. Sure. Let's go with that. Ramtastic. Cool. All right. Take care.